This is The Spot, a BYU-Idaho radio production where we talk about what you're talking about at BYU-Idaho. Today's hosts are me, Christian Nelson. Me, Brianna Leal. Me, Chandler Guadagni. With special guest, Harrison Scott. The views and opinions of this podcast are not that of BYU-Idaho radio or the university and are solely the opinions of the hosts. Super Bowl Sunday. (laughs) That's the topic for today. And so we've brought on Harrison, who works here at the radio station, because he knows a lot more about football than Brianna and I. Oh, yes. Uh, and Chandler's <laughs> also a big sports fan. He loves football, too. So I do. So I, I, I have to admit, uh, I don't know anything about, like, following seasons. Who's playing in the Super Bowl? It's my 49ers versus oh. my Kansas City Chiefs. Oh, so both of your like main teams that yep. you follow. This mm-hmm. is uh, this is a big year. This is a rematch year too. Yeah, four years ago it was the same same setup, just in a different location. Yeah. So we'll see. The Chiefs won last time, so the uh, Forty Nine ers looking for a revenge. You know? <laughs> yeah. So, so what's what are some highlights? What are some things that people are talking about or excited for? You want to go first, Harrison? Yeah, sure. Um, well, the the Chiefs have kind of become the new powerhouse in the NFL for the uh, last couple seasons, and it's getting to the point where a lot of uh, people are just kind of like, well, you either love the Chiefs or you hate the Chiefs at this point. Uh, and uh, I personally love the Chiefs, but I, I know that quite a few people have been hoping that the Bills and the Ravens and now the 49ers can uh, stop their Super Bowl run. So uh, I'm I'm definitely rooting and uh, and would would personally uh, count for the Chiefs to win this uh, this this game. But um, you know this the this Niners team is an incredible incredible um, both defense and offensively uh, minded team that has great coaching and uh, I mean it's just it. They're they're a, they're a formidable opponent in every in every conceivable way, um, and uh, this Chiefs team has struggled this year. It's been a it's been a it's been a hard year to kind of watch, um, and yet somehow some way Patrick Mahomes always finds a way to be able to 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 get himself in the AFC Championship game. And now uh, four four out of the six times he's been there, he's won the AFC Championship game and gone to the Super Bowl. So. Uh, Props to him because uh, that's pretty wild that your six-time starter goes to the AFC Championship game all you, six times. You guys have the Taylor Swift power on. Yeah, your we, side too. we do. Yeah. Um, that's that's the other big storyline. Uh, Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift have been dating now for most of the NFL season, um, and that's another reason why some people want the Chiefs to lose because uh, they feel like the NFL has over-exaggerated their relationship a little bit, um, and uh, I think that. Maybe there is some truth to that, but I think it's kind of fun, and it, it's certainly brought a new demographic to the to the NFL, which has been uh, an exciting exciting time for uh, well for people to be able to have new people to talk about the football with, and it's been fun. Yeah. I think. Oh, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say across the Taylor verse, yeah, across the Taylor the verse, world colliding. <laughs> so, a couple of things too. I mean, um, like. It was hilarious. My sister is a Taylor Swift fan. So she was like all up in this, right? And she was like scrolling social media like when they first started dating and she saw memes all the time of like their wives. The wives are like, let's watch football, hon. And they're like, what are you talking about? 
you're like, whoa, I want to see Taylor Swift on, on TV. Like, this is like, this is my thing. So it's so funny because the number of Taylor Swift fans who, who wanted to discover what football was about, like, it went up. Like, it was crazy. So um, she's had an impact on football. I mean, you can say that. And that's about all you can say. But <laughs> they actually do track what the Chiefs record is with Taylor Swift in the stands or like in the press box or whatever. And it's like nine and three. They've won nine games and lost three games while she's been been there. So I don't I I don't give it credence. I, I don't care. I want the Chiefs to lose all the same, but a <laughs> <laughs> um, couple things that may be in, of interest to our audience. So the 49ers have uh, a couple products out of BYU, actually in Provo. Um, Fred Warner, who is a great defensive uh, player, he's he's a BYU alum and he plays for the 49ers. He's also probably the best coverage linebacker, certainly the best coverage linebacker, but potentially the best linebacker in the NFL today. He's an excellent player and certainly somebody that the Chiefs need to be aware of on the field to, on on Sunday, well, on on next Sunday. Cause, and he's uh, a Niners player. He is, yeah. So, so yeah, so we know some Chiefs stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Mahomes and what was Taylor Swift's uh, Mahomes, name? Uh, Patrick Mahomes Travis and Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey, and so so who do the Niners have who are okay, like a formidable so, force? Um, well, you want me to go down the list? I can I can go, go down for the it. List. Let's do uh, let's do Fred Warner, Nick Bosa. Uh, what do they play? The, so Nick Bosa, they're. Fred Warner and Nick Bosa are both on defense. They're defensive players. And Nick Bosa can sack like nobody's business. He is a good, like sacking the quarterback. You mean mm-hmm. like you get the to the quarterback before the quarterback throws the ball, and he goes down. Um, and that's like a big thing is moving people backwards, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that's important. Um, offensively, Mister Irrelevant. So <laughs> um, Brock Purdy is our quarterback, and he was picked. Last in the draft, what, two years ago? Yeah, last year? Like two years ago? Um, and so that's like that's like 270-something out of the 270-whatever selections there are in um, the NFL draft for one year. And now he's on, he's on uh, a Super Bowl contending team. They're playing for a Super Bowl, and he is like the last one picked. And so uh, he shot up the ranks. He, he ousted... Um, the 49ers ended up trading who they thought were gonna, was going to be their franchise quarterback because Brock Purdy was doing so well. Um, so Trey Lance was traded to the Cowboys, and they brought in Brock Purdy, and Brock Purdy has kind of just taken that number one spot and ran with it. Um, and so those are some – Chase Young is another one. Um, he's a good defensive player. Um, but, you, I mean, there's so many – People to talk about on both sides is kind of crazy. Javon, Javon Hargrave mm-hmm. and uh, Eric Armstead yep. and uh, Kinlaw yep. and uh, Brandon Ayuk. Oh man, uh, the, that front six, front seven uh, on the Niners certainly, certainly really, really dangerous. Um, and and that's something the Chiefs are going to have to be game planning for. Uh, there is a, a slight. Uh, Opening, I think, in the in the secondary right now. I think that there's some some weaknesses in the Niners' uh, secondary uh, that could be exploited. Um, but I, uh, I I know that that front seven is it, it, they mean business, and they're they're gonna come out to play, and it's gonna be it's gonna be exciting. It's gonna be exciting to watch. Yeah, our defense is the one that I'm I'm scared about. Um, but and I never count out Patrick Mahomes. I mean, 
the Super Bowl's in Vegas, so I guess we can talk about this. But um, we've got uh, the betting odds. <laughs> I don't bet. But the betting odds for for the Niners and the Chiefs say that the Niners are going to win by two points. So the oh. Niners are favored by two points. And so that means that it's going to be a complete toss-up. Patrick Mahomes so, is an underdog. Never put Pat, never make Patrick Mahomes an underdog. I think Brock Purdy is an underdog, too. Ah, the, the, the media does not give him enough credit for what he does. So. Is the game being played at the Allegiant Stadium? Mm-hmm. Yeah. In Las yeah. Vegas, yeah. It's a nice one. I grew up in Vegas. That's my hometown, and the Allegiant Stadium is very nice. It's <laughs> It feels like it's air-conditioned inside <laughs> the stadium, and it's all closed off. That'll be cool. So... Um, so you're talking about betting odds. Um, I mean, what, what other rumors or speculation? Is there any like, um, superstition that's kind of been going around for this, this Super Bowl? Superstition. Uh, I think for the Chiefs, it's to have Taylor Swift there. Mm, they gotta have that's her. That's one. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Although, um, so the, the Chiefs have been uh, chatting all about uh, the fact that it is at Allegiant Stadium. Uh, Allegiant Stadium is the home of the Raiders, the yes. the, the Las Vegas Raiders. Now, uh, the Chiefs are undefeated against the Raiders in that stadium. Um, and apparently when the stadium was built, there was a construction worker or somebody who planted a Chiefs flag under the stadium when it was when they finished com- uh, during the the construction. So that Chiefs flag remains down there somewhere, and uh, I think most uh, Chiefs, a lot of Chiefs fans have been talking about the uh, the <laughs> manifest destiny of uh, having uh, uh, their their flag planted in the in the home stadium of the Raiders, and now going to be playing the not Forty ers in that stadium. <laughs> so, so they think someone put a flag under. Yep. Yep. And I honestly wouldn't put it past him. Yeah. <laughs> Once it's covered up, it's covered up. You can't yeah, get to it no. unless you dock the entire stadium no, down, no. which isn't going to happen. Yeah, that's so, true. Um, <laughs> and, you know, you can leak it once you do it, and you're like, no going back. Ha-ha. Like, There's a chief flag down there. Um, but for for the 49ers, I think it's just, I don't know if they, they see themselves as underdogs. Um, mm-hmm. And they, they think that there there's there's a way they can do it. They absolutely believe there's a way they can do it. Um, and they've come back, uh, come back victories in the last two games, by one by 17 points. They were down 24 to 7 at halftime against the Lions. And they were down three scores, and they came back to win at 34-31. So uh, there's belief that we can do it. They just don't, they can't start slow. They got to start fast. They got to score um, immediately. And there's just, it's not so much superstition as we've got to do this now and we don't have the time to mess around. So um, they don't believe in all the Travis Kelsey, Taylor Swift mumbo-jumbo. <laughs> um, they really don't. They want to get Patrick Mahomes on the ground all the time. That's just what it is. They, they despise the Chiefs right now. So, it's, you know, they got to do what they got to do. So I don't know. But, yeah. Well, it sounds like it's shaping up to be a, a pretty exciting little uh, little game here. Certainly going to be exciting. I know that George Kittle was a little bit, uh, a little bit ready to uh, come back to a Super Bowl. I don't, I don't know whether or not he wanted to face Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl again, but uh, I know that he's certainly uh, going to be ready for that that 49ers offense to be able to to wreak havoc on our defense. So Do they have, we got to be ready for him. Is it like a rivalry between the two? Uh, I mean, it's like, you know, rivalry to the sense that we beat them last time. And in the Super Bowl, biggest mm-hmm. game. But that is but, a big deal. 
I missed two big names, George Kittle being one, and Christian McCaffrey. I totally blanked on Christian McCaffrey, but he is like an absolute offensive powerhouse. He he runs the ball like nobody's business. He's just he's just on top of it. He's also a really really great receiving running back as well, which is. is. Uh, just one more factor to make him just that much more dangerous. Like the day after the 49ers made it to the Super Bowl, I was like, I got to get myself a Chris McCaffrey shirt. <laughs> so that's what I did. I went on, online and was like, I got to get it. It cost me like $42, but, you know, it's worth it for those people that are big fans, you know. So. so Brianna and I don't know as much about the technical side of football and who the players are and what they're good at, but... We both like snacks. We both like cooking. Yes, uh, food is so good. <laughs> we uh, we came up with some. Well, Brianna made a really great list of snack ideas, and I have a couple as well. Uh, so we're just gonna go over some some good snack ideas and just go around the room. What's everyone's favorite Super Bowl snack? For me, um, I told myself earlier uh, that if the Chiefs ended up uh, going to the Super Bowl, I was going to treat myself to some mini corn dogs for the Super Bowl. So mini corn dogs and pizza rolls are my plan right now. (laughs) Classic. Yeah, I also had something similar, which was the pigs in a blanket. So essentially it's like one of those smaller hot dogs just wrapped around in a crescent, crescent roll puff pastry with a little bit of sprinkle of salt on top. So something similar to that, another popular one can be jalapeno poppers. I love jalapeno poppers. Those yeah. are way good. They're and, so of course, good. you can't have a football game without wings. Yeah. So. I, I guess I'll say mine then because my favorite are jalapeno poppers and wings. I They're so good. Just a classic, and you can't go wrong with it. So I would say the same. Like, ditto. I love jalapeno poppers to no end. Yeah. Uh, wings are also good. The thing that I was actually on social media the other day, and of course all my feeds are full of 49ers stuff right now, but uh, one Super Bowl snack, they're like, you could make a soft pretzel in the shape of the 49ers logo or like whatever <laughs> it is. And so like it's the the whole themed thing too. If you get yeah. if you get snacks that are either themed to the colors, right, um, red and, and yellow, and uh, you can't really get gold-themed snacks, but um, red and and basically yellow are the themes or the colors for this Super Bowl. But if you get themed snacks, that's that's the whole thing. Ooh, you know what? Mm-hmm. A good theme snacked um, snack that I also thought about was the loaded potato skins. Mm. So essentially, you you scoop out the udders. So like obviously you have to cook the potatoes first. <laughs> right. But you you scoop out the the inside of it, and then um, you put shredded cheese onto the potato skins, put it in the oven or a a small oven of some sort, let it cook for a little bit. Once the cheese is done melting, you put inside some bacon, some um some sour cream if you would like some, if you're a huge fan of sour cream or something like that. But you could also do um some green onions, some chopped green onions, and that would be really good. That sounds really good. Yeah, that's I. One of the things I was thinking, so I just looked it up real quick. Pizza, mm. like pizza's gotta like pizza's super. You know, one of those super things. classic. Oh, right, getting some ordered pizza and wings, and uh, I guess in 2022 it was about 12.5 million pizzas were sold and eaten 
on Super Bowl on the that Super was, Bowl day. That was going to be my question. Was like how busy, how busy are our restaurants and and um, oh my goodness, pizza places around the country. I'm sure all so. sorts of like takeout and order yeah. delivery are just going nuts during yeah. the day. So I found an alternative to that. So oh. like there's a lot of people that are going to be ordering pizza that day. So instead, you can make it at home as easy as just using garlic bread. So this is called the garlic bread pizza. So essentially, it's garlic bread. You put pizza sauce on it, like you would a regular pizza, and then、um, you put it in the oven, and then that's pretty much it. Just create it as if you were creating a pizza. Yeah. So do you、yummy. put toppings on there too? Yeah,、oh, yeah. you could yeah. put、oh, toppings. Yeah, yeah you could put、um, whatever toppings that you want. That、so essentially,、really、it's a DIY do-it-yourself garlic bread pizza.、Mm, yeah. You know the Mexican pizzas at Taco Bell? Yeah. Oh. I'll, I'll make those too sometimes, like <laughs> myself, because they're really simple. Yeah. And、uh, that might actually be a really good idea because you can kind of make a bunch of them at one time in your oven and just give them to everybody.、Mm-hmm. Those taste really good.、Uh, I thought of a couple like healthy snack options.、Uh, and one of my favorite things is you can just air fry your wings, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So that way it's just not as greasy. Yeah.、Um, And it tastes just as good, honestly. They taste really good because you eat wings, at least for me, I eat wings for the sauce, right? Of course, you want the chicken to be good, and the air frying doesn't make it less moist or anything, but like it's all about the sauce, right? I, I gotta know now, though, Chandler, what's your favorite like wing sauce? Because you mentioned wing you、like、sauce. Wings. Oh, goodness. Oh, man.、Um, b- buffalo. Yeah,、uh, classic. I put buffalo. in some garlic, garlic Caesar stuff. Um, as、that、well, good. Yeah, so like just anything that's like spicy or、um, kind of like、uh, citrusy,、mm. right? On a on a wing, garlic, just all those. You don't want to smell my breath after after eat wings, <laughs> but it's good. Come going in, it's good going in. No, so, I get that. Yeah, no, it's but those are those are my favorite sauces for sure. Yeah, my favorite is probably Caribbean jerk because it's like this sweet and really hot、mm. um, kind of flavor profile. It's just really good.、Um, and then, but one of the other snacks that I thought of that is healthy and tastes really good is you can make little Greek yogurt like ice cream bites. And what you do is you just take glops of、uh, Greek yogurt and try to get them as circular as possible in like a, on a baking tray with some parchment paper. You freeze them. Take them back out and then you can dip them in chocolate or like dark chocolate or something if you want to be a little even more on the health side of it. And then、uh, you freeze those again and it's just super simple, super easy, and they taste really good.、Mm-hmm. So it's really refreshing. Yeah, that reminds me of another healthier one that I also thought about, which was the pinwheel sandwiches. Oh, those so are So essentially, those they're are like、good. circular shaped sandwiches that are wrapped. In a tortilla.、Mm-hmm. So、mm-hmm. it's just very, very easy, something that you could just buy from the store. And yeah. It's a classic. I think, too, something we, I, go, I guess, going away, from, going away from snacks for a second. So for BYU Idaho students,、um, Elder Gong is coming for a devotional on Super Bowl Sunday. At、oh, five that's o'clock. A sacrifice. <laughs> five o'clock. The Super Bowl starts at 4 30.、Mm-hmm. Oh. The, the devotional starts at five. And they've done that. It, it's coordinated. 
Oh, you think? Um, oh, absolutely. They've done this for years past. They want to make sure. I, I don't know exactly what the reasoning is. Maybe it's that we, they don't, I don't know. But it's coordinated. Um, conspiracy theory, I guess. I don't know what <laughs> you can call that. But yeah. I guess what I want to know is, um, will you guys, what, what will you choose? Will you choose to go to the devotional or will you choose to, to do uh, the Super Bowl? What's your guys' opinion on that? I oh. love devotionals. And also, my birthday is on that devotional. So, so I'm definitely go. going. That's a tough one. Because uh, I... <laughs> It's hard. It's hard. To, it's hard to be able to to make the choice between uh, watching the Super Bowl and uh, and uh, making sure that I'm at devotional. <sighs> I don't know. I have to think about it. <laughs> yeah. I have to pray about it. Or maybe <laughs> you could just listen to the audio while you're yeah. at devotional. Hey, that ain't, mm-hmm. that's a good idea. Yeah. Your butt in one ear. <laughs> yeah. Oh, just they're gong in one ear. Yeah. <laughs> Stay updated. Yeah. <laughs> that's good. Check your phone every five minutes. Like, hmm. <laughs> um, for me, I guess I don't really have an excuse to not go to devotional because I'm not already a a big football fan. But um, so I guess I guess I have to choose the devotional. Yeah, understandable. <laughs> I think me as well. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know a lot about football. <laughs> yeah, no, I get you. I think keeping the Sabbath day holy is different to everybody. Yeah, everybody has their own take on what it means to keep the Sabbath day holy. Yeah, um, I mean. Not like I don't compare myself to anyone else. They mm-hmm. do what they want to do, right? Totally. Um, it's super funny because, because um, growing up, like that was my parents' rule was no sports on Sunday. We don't watch sports. Like they're not sports mm-hmm. fans, mm-hmm. so that was not hard for them. But to give me the rule of you don't watch football, you don't watch baseball, you don't. I'm like, ah, oh, you know. But that's how I grew up. And then when I came to college, I was like there's other options. Like I can do yeah. other things and yeah. like, you know, and so I remember calling my dad, I think this was last year. I think, I think, uh, elder Renlin came or something and, uh, gave a devotional on Super Bowl Sunday. And I said, I called my dad. I was like, dad, there's a devotional on Super Bowl Sunday. And I'm real, like, I don't know what to do. Like, cause I want to watch the game. And he's like, that's interesting that they will put a, put it on Sunday. Uh, you know, like that's weird. But I'm like, well, I don't, there's different, there's different reasons they do that. Um, and he's like, yeah, like our bishop, he's going to watch the Super Bowl. And so I was like, great for the bishop. But I, you know, <laughs> I don't know. So, it's, you know, it's, it's, it goes to say as a long-winded answer of, of you do what you want to do. And, and Sabbath yeah. day means something to everybody else and something different to everyone. So, right. yeah. Because yeah. essentially we're all given agency on what mm-hmm. we think we should do. For our own lives. So it's all up to the person right. on what they feel is okay on the Sabbath. Yeah. What I'm going to do, so here's my, I've, I've thought about this for like a week and a half. I, I wanted to make sure I got it on my bases covered. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to record the game, put my phone in airplane mode, mm-hmm. go to devotional, not look at anybody else's phone around me. I'm just going to look at the podium the entire time. Like it'd be a staring contest between me and Elder Gong, because I'm not gonna lick my, let my eyes wander because I know there's somebody that's gonna be either watching it or like keeping keeping tabs on the score. I don't want to know anything. Yeah. So I'm gonna come home, and it's gonna be what is it? Probably like seven thirty, eight o'clock, 
and I will flip that thing on. I will stay up as long as needed. Like I will be up till 1 a.m. I do not care. I want to watch the whole thing in its entirety and be surprised by the ending. I do not care. It is worth um, the sacrifice of sleep, I see. <laughs> absolutely. Uh, if you know me during baseball season, I try not to watch games on Sunday. Mm-hmm. And so I will, I will record the baseball game. And when midnight hits, I will watch it. So I will be up at 3 a.m. on a Monday until the game is finished. Like, that's just I get it, man. the sacrifice I got to make. But, um, but yeah, that's the, that's the strategy. So I guess for anybody out there who knows me, who wants to get in contact with me on that Sunday, I will be out of touch for, <laughs> uh, for a good, like, three hours-ish, you know. Non-existent. Um, nobody can talk to me. So I will just be on a mission. Um, but yeah, just <laughs> on a mission for a couple hours. For a, for a couple hours. Well, so I'll have my phone off. Here's the thing I haven't figured out. Maybe you guys can help me because I'll have my phone off for devotional, but I can't just turn it on after devotional when I'm watching the game because all the, the, the highlights will pop up yeah, while spoilers. I'm watching the game. So oh. I have to keep it off for like five hours if I want to really be, be out of the loop. So you guys can't get in contact with me for like five hours, so have fun with that. I I'll, don't know who wants to get in contact dark. with you that late at night, but... You know whatever. what? I'll plan on that. Yeah. <laughs> so. No, I think that is, a, that is a really good question, though, that you bring up. You know, it's, it's hard sometimes. Like, a lot of things are on Sundays, yeah. and you got church and, and other things that, you know, that you got to do, so... Um, but, yeah. So, re- you're going to record the game... And and watch it later. That's yeah. sure. That's smart. So Harrison, if you get a delayed text from me, like <laughs> at like five a.m., either congratulating you and like a bunch of sad emojis, or like <laughs> I will be screaming out the top of my lungs, like "Yay, <laughs> sorry, but yay!" You know, you'll know what it's about because I will have not figured that out until like six a.m. the next morning. So. Sounds good. Sounds good. <laughs> yep. Oh, I just thought of one more thing for like food. Oh, one what of, is it? One of my favorite things is just like tacos. I eat tacos mm. all the time oh. because I make, yeah, I make like real tacos. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's so nice because you just, if you cook up a bunch of tortillas, find a way to keep them warm. And then like you can just have the meat and all your toppings. Dude, so easy. That and reminds Anyone can just come me. through. And, yeah, yeah, that reminds me of another idea that I totally forgot about. A nacho bar. I was about to say nachos, yeah. Nachos yeah. one of the one of the all time uh, football football snacks. So. Yeah, yeah, so I've seen this on my feed on social media. So essentially you would make a circular um, shape of nachos on a table. So first of all you have to put some sort of, you know, covering on the table so it doesn't yeah. get dirty. But then you um, put a circular shaped. Hmm, how could I word this? Like a bowl or a. How did I word this? Ladder. So essentially, you put a circular shape of like just a pile of nachos around the mm-hmm. around the table because in the middle you're gonna want to put like bowls in the middle for condiments or other alternative toppings. Like um, jalapenos or whatever else you would use for nachos. But um, you cover it, the nachos, with four-style four cheese or Mexican cheese, something like that. And then you also put on top ground beef. So that way you put um, 
just tongs that people could just grab some nachos and put on their plate. And then in the middle, you'll have the condiments with like sour cream. You can have green onions or whatever else people might want on a on nachos. On a so big even pile of nachos. Yeah. So even in the middle, there can be just a big bowl of nacho cheese. Mm. Yeah. And essentially DIY, do-it-yourself nachos. And the colors mm. for that. I mean, yellow. You can get some. I don't know. Hot sauce to put on your nachos. Or oh yeah. yeah, hot sauce. Yeah. We could make it themed. Yeah. You know? Or um, even tomato. What are the Chiefs colors. Tomato. Uh, also yellow, yellow and <laughs> yeah, yellow. And it's it's sure literally they, it's red, white, and yellow. It's and like mustard, red, white, and gold, <laughs> mustard, <laughs> yellow, and ketchup red for the yeah, Chiefs. No. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you do you do like hot dogs for the Chiefs, <laughs> but you do oh, like yeah. the golden nacho cheese. For the, uh, <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I like your ideas. You could even like sprinkle on some cilantro or some pe- bell pepper, oh, yeah. or whatever, for yeah. the green grass. I don't know. You know, we could yeah, make this yeah. all themed. Yeah. You know, yeah. Get some serrano peppers. Got to think outside the box. You've been listening to The Spot, a production of BYU-Idaho Radio. Today's hosts are me, Christian Nelson. Me, Brianna Leal. Me, Chandler Guadagnin. With special guest, Harrison Scott. The views and opinions of this podcast are not that of BYU-Idaho Radio or the university and are solely the opinions of the hosts. This episode was edited by Christian Nelson. Producers were the hosts with supervision by Brandon Isle. Our theme music is Finding Happiness by DJ Quads and The Perpetual Ticking of Time by Artificial Music. To listen to more episodes of The Spot, like and follow us on social media or visit the website byui.edu slash radio and click podcasts. Be sure to subscribe to BYU-Idaho Radio Podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, or wherever you get your podcasts. And also leave a review and leave a comment on what we should talk about next.